0: Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor.
1: We will be discussing a Netflix original series called The One. Um, and I feel like I've seen a decent amount of people talking about it. Maybe I got two involved because Dumois on instagram posts a lot about it what do you think
0: i was thinking the same thing and it's interesting because um this was one more incident where i think i don't think i have the same tv taste as Dumois. <laughs> i think that's what i've learned yeah but i mean i was happy they know so much that it was fun to try out one of their wrecks you know <laughs> yes. Shall we say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get into our thoughts about this show later, but excited to discuss it with Jordan because there are some like thoughtful questions it brings up and sends you into like a little thinking hole, I think. So Totally. A thinking
0: hole? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I was right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> But first, TV news. Jordan, what do you have for us this week? Well, um, one of the things that I read just this morning um, was the casting for uh, the project um, Catherine Called Birdie, which I shockingly had not heard about yet. It's for Amazon. And Catherine Called Birdie was one of my favorite books in middle school. Um. Have you heard about this project? I have not. Okay, because then you're going to be shocked just like I was. So, first of all, I only clicked on it because it was Catherine called Birdie, and I love that book. Basically, it's about this girl in, like, medieval times, and she's, like, a really spunky, sassy preteen who really doesn't want to get married, but her dad's, like, making her, and so she's like, drives all of her suitors away, and it's really funny. And... I so I click on this. It's for Amazon, and um, Lena Dunham is doing it. It's a she's doing this movie, and I looked okay. it up on IMDb. And let me tell you the cast. It's shocking. Um, wow! Can't wait. First of all, so the lead will be played by Bella Ramsey, who's that girl, the little girl we love from Game of Thrones. Okay. Then you have Billy Piper who we also recently became obsessed with. Then you have Andrew Scott, a.k.a. Hot Priest, as the dad. Wow. And then you have none other than Joe Alwyn. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Taylor Swift himself. I, like, almost dropped my phone on my face looking at this this morning in my bed. I don't know how I haven't heard anything about this. But these people I mean, are all listed on IMDb. I am shocked.
1: I feel like... Okay, this may, may not be the thing. There was something... Has it already been filmed?
0: No. It, it's Do you just, know? It, on IMDb, it still says in production. And okay. I think they're still casting. this. The uh, article I clicked on today was casting an unknown girl, to me at least, um, as like the lead girl's friends, so it's like they're still casting like side parts okay Okay. but these those uh people i mentioned i believe will be the leads i don't know actually i'm guessing joe owen is going to be playing one of her brothers because this the lead character has like some brothers because he's old too old to be her love interest
1: i would hope so yeah (laughs) but the medieval times who knows yeah good point wow that is exciting this brings, I mean, I feel like Hot Priest was already in the Taylor Swift universe because of Taylor and Phoebe Waller-Bridge are True. like friends, I believe, but mm-hmm. um, this makes it even tighter. Wow. Seriously. Very it's exciting. wild. I'm surprised she didn't have him in her you need to calm down
0: music video. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> wow. Uh. The... I mean, having Hot Priest there would have been, I mean, <laughs> that truly would have destroyed like pop culture as we know it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But it would have been great to have him there. I'll have him anywhere. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, wow, that's truly shocking. Thank you for sharing that with me.
0: I Thank you for validating that. I was like, where have I been living under some rock? <laughs> but you've been living there too i guess
1: <laughs> yeah so well,
0: confusing
1: maybe it was just announced maybe this is the first time we've heard of like anyone's heard of it not just yeah, us yeah maybe
0: it's just so confusing because yeah i don't know it's weird that cuz none of all these people it doesn't have like rumored next to their names on imdb so it's just wow a very pleasant surprise to me yeah
1: i was saying earlier uh, that I know that there was a recent project that Lena filmed and, like, is already in, like, the editing process that, like, no one knew about and was, like, a secret. Oh. So maybe this... I was thinking that maybe that was this, but it seems like it's not. Um. Well, I guess but, I
0: don't really know what qualifies as in production on IMDb. Like, that could still be... the. Well, I guess if they're ca- still casting some roles. And that yeah, so I don't think that important. this is it. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. And I'm now I'm also learning from INDB that Lena is directing and writing it. So that's very interesting and cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Well, cannot wait for that. Okay, one thing that the best thing and the thing I'm most excited for is that the trailer dropped for Z-Way famously on Showtime. And it... Is probably one of the best trailers I have ever seen in my life. It is so good. And Z-Way looks incredible. And it just has, like, all of our best friends. And I think it's time that I will finally maybe sign up for Showtime, at least just to watch this show, because it looks incredible. And I'm just really happy for Z-Way.
0: Couldn't agree more. Um... I don't know how many times I've watched that trailer. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a lot. Every it's... time
1: someone posted it, which is a lot because everyone I follow is in it. But it comes out May 9th.
0: It looks amazing. I really hope I haven't already used my Showtime um like free trial, trial. but even yeah. if I if I have I it really might be the clincher. It looks so good.
1: Well, I just actually, I don't have a lot of information yet because I saw this on Instagram stories and those are hard for me to save and look into later, but I also saw that the Duplass brothers are getting a Showtime show and one of the episodes was, um, I believe, written by Jordan Firstman and has Chloe Feynman in it. So if you need another reason to have a Showtime subscription, I guess there it is again.
0: Wow. Honestly, yeah. This is I kept thinking like what will the next subscription service I buy be? Is it gonna be Yeah. One of these st- stupid baby ones, like Paramount Plus. Stupid baby ones? <laughs> they just seem small <laughs> to me. Like <laughs> they don't seem like heavy hitters yet, you know? <laughs> That's what that meant. <laughs> um but Showtime just really knocked got uh knocked way up in my queue of 2 by. Highly recommend watching that trailer. It's so funny. It's very good. Something that I am excited about is that um the trailer for season 2 of High School Musical the musical the series of which I am ahead um dropped this week. And um it looked really funny. I laughed out loud at one of the jokes in it and um, yeah, it drops, so the season drops May 14th on Disney+, and that means that people have time to at least watch a little bit of season one. Um, I might go back and rewatch because it's kind of surreal now, like, how famous Olivia Rodrigo is now compared to when the first season came out. So... Makes sense. It's just, it's just a very fun, light show, and will surprise you with how... Clever it is, you know? And I love stuff like that. Yeah. So here I am again. Maybe I'll watch it. Recommending that (laughs) show for (laughs) teens. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, yeah, we're not above teen culture. Never. So we love it.
1: Something that's not teen culture, at least I hope not, (laughs) (laughs) is that apparently there's a magic mic reality series that's going to be as vulture says is set to bump and grind at HBO Max. <laughs> um it's like a competition series and to find the real magic mike. Channing Tatum is involved. I think he's um an executive producer.
0: I haven't read an article yet, but I'm even seeing a headline that says Steven Soderbergh is also involved. Oh, interesting. So like, I've never seen Magic Mike, so I...
1: You haven't? No, I need um, to.
0: It's good. And yeah, I, re-
1: I remember hearing that from you. Oh, good. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> it's part of your brand. It's... Yeah. <laughs> wow,
0: that's so accurate. Yeah, Um, I would totally watch that. I'm intrigued.
1: Well, I even um, just read a little bit further, and it said it's a group of 10 men who lost their magic as they transform into real life stripper gods what which i find intriguing the, like the lost their magic i don't know
0: interesting phrasing yeah um it's also the very first thing i'm thinking when i hear this idea is that like this seems like something that would have been on quibi that's just kind of the vibe i'm getting <laughs> I don't necessarily mean that as an insult, but that just seems like something that someone would have pitched at a Quibi meeting. And so I'm <laughs> proud of them for making it all the way to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, my next piece of news is that um, Game of Thrones, they're celebrating the 10th anniversary, a.k.a. the Iron Anniversary. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if they've announced exactly what's planned for this But, um, there were a lot of tweets about this Iron Anniversary, but I don't exactly know what kind of, like, special things they're going to be
1: Yeah, there's, like, a bunch of stuff. Like, I think I saw that they have, like, a quiz you can take to see kind of, like, which house you would be in. And then I was, a bunch of other stuff that I was confused as to what it actually was.
0: Hmm. That seems lame. (laughs)
1: That was the conclusion I came to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just so, okay, well, that's very interesting. Um, yeah. Hmm. I okay. I hope cool stuff comes out of that, but it doesn't sound like it. So let's just move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Deal. The Circle, the Netflix uh, reality show that we watched last year, I guess. Is coming back and they like released who the um, contestants are on it. And one of them is, her name's Chloe and she was also on Too Hot to Handle, which I never watched that one, but a lot of people liked that one as well. Um, I never watched that one. And I've also seen something about Lance Bass, but I can't really figure out what his actual tie into the show is so i have no idea but it starts on april 14th and i guess they're doing the first four episodes and then continuing with every wednesday like a chunk of episodes at a time
0: interesting i feel like i'm definitely gonna watch it i had fun watching the circle um the lance bass thing is extremely interesting like is he going to be on, like, a contestant and then everyone will assume he's, like, catfishing them? <laughs> but, like, how dumb would you have to be to be, like, like, no one would believe him that he's, like, no, I'm serious, I'm Lance Bass. And they're, like, <laughs> no, you can't be. <laughs> that sounds really funny.
1: <laughs> but would people recognize his voice? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know.
0: Well, now I'm trying. It might I don't be in even- the
1: trailer. I didn't watch it. Watch the trailer. I just saw a news article about it.
0: I didn't I didn't even see the trailer post yet. Oh, I need to watch that. Um I also don't remember how much like I don't know if they heard each other's voices. I can't even really remember. That's very funny. I guess that's a twist to have like an actual celeb in there. Interesting. Well, I'm on board. Like it doesn't take much to twist my arm. <laughs> um my last piece of news is that I saw today that Michael Sarah is going to be in Amy Schumer's Hulu series which um, was called love Beth and now it's called Life and Beth which great title yeah um oh I'm so I'm looking at this live <laughs> breaking news uh me learning something uh I love Beth sounded familiar and it's like this received a 10 episode order in July 2019. So that was a while ago now. Wow. Um, but yeah. It Haven't says, seen Michael
1: Sarah in a long time.
0: I know. I was just thinking about that because I've been watching a lot of old Arrested Development in honor of Jessica Walter, RIP, Love Her Forever. And I was like, wow, it's so... And I just, I've just, i just been thinking about how Michael Sarah used to be everywhere. And now he has just kind of been like nowhere. But... I think, I think I'm ready for a Michael Sarah resurgence. Yeah,
1: that'll be interesting. My last piece of news is that the Girls 5 Eva full trailer dropped, and it was really good, and I'm yeah. very excited for it. It's streaming on May 6th, so very soon.
0: Wow, so many good things that we've been so hyped for for a long time are dropping soon. It's fun.
1: I know. Good TV news, Hall. So, as I mentioned, uh, this week we watched the Netflix original, The One, which we will go into depth later, but the premise is that there is an app that's created, or not even an app, just, like, there's a way you can submit a piece of your hair and it gets put into a database and they match you with your DNA match of, like, your... One true love and kind of the things that come of it uh, and more. So we thought it would be fun if we pretended like we are the DNA scientists (laughs) and um, (laughs) paired some of our some TV characters with their one true match. Jordan, who's your
0: first match? My first match... Um, I, I really wanted to pair Maeve from sex education with someone. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I, I had her too, but I didn't find her a match. I'm
0: excited. Wow. To She's so just is. Like, such a great, like underrated character. I know. Um, and it was really hard to find a guy good enough for her. Um, that, that was what right? I was struggling with. It's tough. And so I don't know if he maybe is like good enough. But I, I just stumbled onto Connell from Normal People. You know what? That is a great pair. And I even
1: have Connell from Normal <gasps> People on my list, too. And I, so I didn't even think about it. Oh, my
0: gosh. Wow. So maybe we actually should be the DNA matchers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, OK. Maeve, she is like, she's very, um, she has a lot of, like, Trauma and hardship in her past. She needs a guy who's, like, sensitive. But also, like, um, Asa Butterfield's character... I cannot remember his name right now. He's almost, like, not... He doesn't take enough of a... What is the word I'm looking for? He's just not, like, decisive enough for her, I think. Yeah, he's a
1: little still too immature.
0: Exactly. She needs someone more mature. And Connell, I think especially older Connor, like he's, he is very sensitive and, but he's also mature. And, um, I mean, I don't, the word manly is not the word I'm really looking for, but like (laughs) Asa's character is very boyish, you know? Um, and I know he would be into Maeve because like he, he likes these girls with kind of a toughness to them, but I think that she's more accessible than Mary Ann is in normal people. And I really think they could really do well for each other. Totally. Wow, love that pairing for them. And I love that for them. I'm really happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's your first one?
1: My first one is Ted Lasso from the TV series Ted Lasso and <laughs> um, Anne Perkins from Parks and Rec
0: interesting I mean okay I I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet but I really just like that pairing of those actors
1: yeah they're a good pairing and Ted Lasso is like really fun and goofy but so kind of like Rob Lowe's character in Parks and Rec but he also is a lot smarter than Rob Lowe's character (laughs) and um because I and I think so I think that would kind of make them a good pairing and and could be fun and hang with the guys on the soccer team, but also be able to have, like, a long-distance relationship if needed and um, I think be a good fit for him.
0: I really think we're two for two. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, My next one is... It's really dark, but I really feel like there's maybe no one else. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. This one is just... It's messed up, and I was laughing, so I wanted to do it. Um, <laughs> I paired Joe from You with oh. Villanelle from Killing Eve, <laughs> <laughs> just like to watch the world burn. I guess, <laughs> literally. What maybe? a
1: pair! Could Joe ever fool or outsmart Villanelle? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. She- at all. I think she's better than him.
0: Oh, she she's really going beneath her own worth to go with him. But um, <laughs> I almost would like to see him, like, her fooling him into thinking she's, like, this, like, naive person. And then, like, him just getting his ass handed to him by her, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe I'm just channeling my rage. Mm-hmm against that his character into like what I want to happen to him but
1: that's funny especially because the premise of the one is basically like once you meet that person you like cannot get away from them and like it's you you feel differently with them than you felt with anyone before which Mm -hmm. is kind of the premise of killing Eve with Villanelle and Eve yes so that's kind of a dangerous territory pairing her with someone else
0: it, yeah, it's true. I mean, what if she, like, found out what he's done and she did kind of get obsessed with him, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, but I like it. I would, yeah, I just kind of would like to see that play out. So, yeah, I am just had, I had to say that.
1: I love it. I love a dark pairing. Um, mine's the op. My next one is the opposite of a dark pairing. They're just, like, <laughs> two little sweeties. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, but... Rory Gilmore and Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights.
0: <gasps> okay. Wow. I just that's thought good. that they're
1: both just like kind, nice people that are like, would have fun and be good for each other.
0: I really, really like that, especially because like, sometimes I have a lot of issues with Rory's character sometimes, and I think a lot of it stems from. Um, her romantic pairings on Gilmore Girls that I just don't think are very good for her.
1: Exactly. And we know we all love Matt and Julie.
0: Oh, well, why else do I watch Friday Night Lights? (laughs) Come
1: on. (laughs) And we know that Matt would totally love to and be good at taking care of Lorelai when she's old, you know? (laughs)
0: 100,000%. And I really feel like he would get along with Luke. True. Also true. I think Luke would try they to could, like they could throw the pig skin around. Yeah. Well Luke has had his share of like uh angsty teens and like Matt Saracen, he's angsty, but like for actual problems, like his own life sucks, you know? And so I really mm-hmm. feel like Luke would respect him. Throw that yeah, old pig skin around. <laughs> but really. Wow, I really like that pairing. That's really good. Thank you. Um my Last one. I really feel like they might be made for each other. And it is Kelly from Insecure and Tom Haverford from Parks and Recreation. (laughs) Fascinating. I just... They both are, like, aggressive flirts. um, And not a lot of people are interested in that and can handle it. And... I just really think that they would just fall in love with each other's aggressiveness. <laughs> and also they both like appreciate the finer things in life, you know? True. Good point. And yeah, they would both be really into treat yourself day. One yeah, they would. They I I was going to say 100% again, which I feel like I've said a <laughs> lot of times this episode. Don't worry. I say that
1: phrase like 20,000 times a day. <laughs> That's a great couple. I would I would be a little bit scared for them to ever have children, but great couple.
0: Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Well, you know, this isn't it's not I'm not trying to match up the perfect parents here, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, my last couple is Drew from Search Party and Shoshana from Girls. Whoa! <laughs> Oh my gosh! F- so good. I feel like Drew could benefit from like someone fun and quirky like Shoshana, but also she like has her is has her head way- on straight a lot more than Doria does.
0: Yes, especially by the end of Girls, she's like an adult. You know, she knows. Yeah, what's up. she's
1: honestly my favorite one. Yeah, and I feel like Shoshana thrives with like a boring dude. <laughs> And Drew is, like, boring but still can have fun and has a, g- a great friend group. And I would love to see Shoshana and Portia together as well. So oh it was kind gosh. of two-pronged there.
0: Wow. Imagine, like, a girls' search party uh, <laughs> combo. Crossover? Crossover,
1: yeah, Crossover is the word I was looking for.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, That's amazing. You know, I really wanted to find a Drew pair, too. But... I couldn't think of a good enough one. I never would have landed on Shoshana. That's so genius.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: It's funny that we had so many of these same characters that we want to find love for so bad.
1: I know. Well, I think I guess you probably were going into it with the same thought process of like who is virtually single and is a great character and could use someone kind of thing.
0: Totally. Or like who could whose significant other could be improved on. Exactly.
1: Vibes, yeah. All right, great. I love it. I wish we could test it out.
0: I know, me too. I guess we could always write fan fiction, but I'm not going to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True. I know I briefly already kind of gave an overview of the one, but do you want to do a little bit deeper dive?
0: I think you covered it. I would just, the only thing further I would say is that it follows. A few storylines stemming from this one idea of this DNA love match, including, like, the CEO of the company, The One. And so you're basically following, like, four different, three or four different plot lines throughout these eight episodes.
1: Yeah, and, like, seeing how it affects each person individually. Because something that I hadn't... At the beginning, it talked about how there had been a lot of divorces when this technology was invented. And I was confused because I was like, wouldn't it create more marriages? But I didn't even think about people who were already married taking the test and seeing that their match was not the person they were married to and leaving that person for their match. Um, Yeah. I thought that was an interesting thought. And yeah, so I like that it kind of went into that as well.
0: I agree. I think that... um when I was thinking of positives of the show, I think that that was what I liked the most. It's like, instead of just kind of dropping us in a world where this is just normal, like how everyone meets each other, it drops us in kind of this transition where it's still kind of a new thing, but like the repercussions of doing this DNA match because it's not only single people using it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really would have thought of that with this. I would have... I was expecting it to kind of just feel like a Black Mirror episode that felt like a lot further in the future or something. And, like, this is just how everyone does it in this society. But um, mm-hmm. I liked I liked thinking about those aspects of it. Like, what are the consequences if you're just so curious even though you're actually already married or in a relationship? Yeah,
1: I agree. How did you feel about the show overall?
0: Um, I would say overall, I thought it was just... It dragged on so long and I was bored for like most of the episodes, um, which was sad because I think that the premise is really interesting. I only really felt really invested in one of the storylines, the one about a married couple where the, that basically that thing happens where even though there's a twist to it, but like what happens if you're in a relationship and then you discover a match from the DNA match. Mm-hmm. That was like kind of one of that was the only plotline that actually held my interest, which is weird because it wasn't really the main plotline. Yeah, I I just thought it was too long and it didn't hold my interest, so I I probably wouldn't really recommend it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I f- thought it was a really interesting premise and I think they could have done a lot more with it, but the majority of the storyline was less about the actual technology of like and like having a match and more about like creating a business illegally (laughs) (laughs) and the repercussions that come from it it just kind of made me sad because I did think it was a really interesting idea and there were parts of it that I really thought were like thought-provoking but I just like didn't really connect at all with like the lead female character I felt like Mm -mm. she had zero emotions and it just like I really didn't like her at all, and, like, that made me sad. And then, like, I didn't even think she was, like, even, like, that deep or complicated. She was just, like, cold and had nothing to her. (laughs) And
0: Yeah. um, And I feel like they, they, like, attempted to give her some more depth and emotion, but it didn't land at all, ever, for me.
1: But, yeah, like, the main, uh, one of the storylines... Follows someone who can choose between like being with their match or like having power and they choose having power, which is like kind of what I would think is like the opposite of what the show is trying to prove, which was like when you find your match, like that's the one. I guess you still probably have a choice, but um, it kind of seemed to like show that their technology was flawed. I just... I just kept wanting to know more about the actual like ins and outs of being matched with someone because one of the characters um, uses their partner's hair and sends it in to like find out their, their partner's match. But the partner's match doesn't know who their match is. And so it like, I just felt confused on how it actually all worked because it seemed weird that one person would know who their match is and the other person wouldn't.
0: Mm -hmm. when they
1: had, like, applied to know who their match was. Like, you would think both of them would have to know or neither of them could know. I don't know. There were just, like, things like that that felt like they were missing and should have been figured out beforehand.
0: 100% agree. See, I did it again. But I do agree 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that that... uh, Just hearing you say that out, like, putting that out there really... It seems like an obvious improvement would have been to have one of these plot lines be following, showing someone actually applying and going through the entire process of signing up to be matched. Because I feel like the closest that we got was like seeing one person gather the hair and send it in. And then all of a sudden she's obsessed with this match. We don't actually get to see someone like deciding to do this and then like, going through the process. I would have liked to see that. Like, what does it even tell you on your screen, like, to do? Like, I would I would have really been interested in that part of this idea. It was weird. I also feel like um, something that was seemed unnecessary to me was there were just a lot of these side characters um, when it felt like side characters that were uh, one of the lead's matches... When it was weird because at the beginning of the series, I was thinking that they were setting some of the characters up to be, like, in a love triangle. Mm-hmm. That then that had ended up really not having that much to do with their conflict. <laughs> and I was really surprised that it it seemed like a really easy direction that, like, um someone finds out that they're matched with someone, but they actually have stronger feelings for a different person. Like, that would have been interesting.
1: Well, I do feel like it, the way it ended was setting up for something similar to that
0: for a season 2. Yeah, that's true. But like that why could I just wish they could have had that in this season. I felt like <laughs> there were and we kind of discussed this really lightly this week, but it's like it really felt like there were several episodes that where nothing happened. Yeah. Um and I really feel like it had it's been a long time since I felt like that watching a show.
1: Yeah, it's been a really long time since I felt like I was like being forced to watch something I yeah. wouldn't normally have finished.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's so interesting. I feel like the buzzworthy shows as of late have been like really good, I guess, because Yeah. Like, this was really kind of a drag. I agree. And I was sad cuz I was like why wouldn't I want to watch a show where it's like people are getting kind of like forced to be matchmade with other with these people?
1: That's interesting. I think it's but because that was like, that wasn't the real storyline. That's how they mm-hmm. hooked us, but it wasn't really what was going on and what they totally. were showing us.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, which my, another random thought I had was cause I was also uh, thinking this is how I reacted to love is blind as well. Um, no ugly people sign up for this. <laughs> it's only hot people. Like what happens if you meet your match and you're not attracted? I mean, like, you're supposed to be like your dna is attracted to their dna but like what if they are like not physically attractive or even like halfway attractive like everyone on here was very hot and i just Mm -hmm. feel like that is an unfair judgment of this test yeah i completely agree and that is something i
1: thought about as well i was like okay so if you're match you're automatically attracted to them or what i don't know i'm very confused
0: yeah, if you'd thrown some ugly people or even just plain people into the mix and we could have maybe seen <laughs> that, because that would be interesting. It's like, you're like, oh, I'm meeting my match. And then you're like, oh, like, they're, I'm not attracted to them. Like, I just feel like that would have been also a more intriguing idea. But they didn't do that. They did not.
1: Well, my main question for you is, would you would you do it would you want
0: to know who your match is um honestly yeah I think I would especially because like I'm assuming that in this scenario I'm still single and yes um, I thought about that too but what if your match was married Ugh, I I know know. it's tricky I wish I because it is it's like I think that's another one of the few interesting things that they covered on the show it's like it kind of becomes this obsession like even if you don't understand even if you're not aware that you have been actually matched with this person like if someone else does it for you or something you have you feel that magnetism towards them and so if they are married I I don't know I like to think that I would how many inappropriate crushes have I ever had I feel like I would hope I'd be able to restrain myself (laughs) I just wish like I don't know I I, it's too bad that the DNA you can't like alter someone's DNA to show that they're in a relationship or something like how can you guarantee (laughs) that they would be single (laughs) because if there were a way to do that then yeah I would but that's like an easy question easy out I think
1: I would do it because I'm already single and fine and happy I think if i found my match and found out that they were married, it would kind of make me my expectations way lower to find someone just to be with because I would always know it would never be my match. And I think I would just be able to like settle more. (laughs) That sounds bleak, but I totally get it. And I think that's smart. (laughs) (laughs) So that was what I decided.
0: I decided. Yes. I like that. I think it's brave. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes I'm very brave
0: (laughs) well moral
1: of the story it was too long and neither of us loved it but it was like something to have like actually I wouldn't even say that because there was a I think I missed something really important and felt confused for the remainder of the (laughs) episodes so I wouldn't I was going to say it's a show you could just like turn
0: on in the background but it's not really that either so they would reveal, like, one important thing per every episode, per ev- per episode, and every episode's, like, an, I think it's, like, 40, 45 minutes, which feels like an hour. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it could have easily been four episodes. And even then, would I have even really cared that much about the plot lines condensed like that? No, I don't think so. Maybe if each episode was a different couple. Yes.
1: Like an anthology type of thing. No one ever asks us for our
0: ideas. I honestly think we could do well as like what Carrie Fisher did, like script punching up, you know, like improving them behind the scenes. I agree. But no one's asked us, offered jobs to us to do that yet. So (laughs) yet here we are. Someday they'll find this podcast and they'll be like, Oh, the one could have been so much better. (laughs) You'll all be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a long time since
1: we didn't like anything. So it's a little refreshing to hate on something.
0: Yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I like it, actually. <laughs> uh, okay. We weren't even that harsh. Let's be real. Like, no, we, we weren't. still had good things to say about some of it.
1: So. Yeah, and I wasn't, like, absolutely disgusted or, like, <laughs> so bored out of my mind i probably would have texted you and been like i can't do this mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah we but, were able to finish it but it's just not that good
1: <laughs> just not my cup of tea
0: yeah um okay who's your crush of the week well um i watched and i know you did too the movie the netflix that whoa the netflix movie bad trip and um, yes. what a wild ride that really was. And I I came away with a crush on Lil Rel Howery. I mean, we all love Lil Rel from Get Out. You know? How can you not? But he was just like such a... Speaking of sweetie pies like we were talking about at the top of the episode. But he is just like a cutie sweetie. And I would be honored to date Lil Rel Howery. <laughs>
1: I would if love it have if me. you dated Lil Rel as well. Can you
0: imagine? That'd
1: <laughs> be amazing.
0: I would be the coolest human being.
1: Yeah, I loved Lil Rel in that movie, and I love him whenever he shows up in anything I watch.
0: Yeah, he's a joy.
1: Okay, my crush of the week is Josh O'Connor. He plays Prince Charles in The Crown, and... I'm just now getting to the part of, like, where Prince Charles isn't, like, a great guy. And, like, he was in Emma and played, like, the priest. And I was not attracted to him at all. But (laughs) in The Crown, he's, like, always wearing these, like, thick knitted sweaters. And he's just, like, adorable. And I just, like, love him. And I think he pulls off a thick knitted sweater better than Chris Evans. I said it.
0: We are just always trying to anger the Knives Out Hive. <laughs> the Knives Hive.
1: I don't know what it is in me, but I you I just, always do.
0: You can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: adorable and really good.
0: That's a great And crush. I'm
1: about to finish, so I'll finally stop talking about the crown. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I think you should keep talking about it because... I know that's an undertaking, and you should feel very proud of yourself.
1: Thank you. I do. I do feel proud of myself. Okay, well, sorry we're leaving you with not much to recommend, but now you don't have to watch it. Or maybe what we said still sounds intriguing, and you <laughs> want to watch it. Please do, and let us know if you like it.
0: Yeah, tell us who has better taste, us or Dumois. All
1: right, well, thanks for listening. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.